Boys, boys, boys. Hello? What is happening? How are we? Good. Now, we've been flooded with, with mail all week saying last week, boys, the podcast, unreal, amazing. Do you agree? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I must have missed those messages. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's actually a serious note. It's quite sad. I, I don't know the correlation, but clearly there's a member missing again. And um, I know you're still living your life after death. Our good friend, Josh Collagery, has parted ways with the podcast. For the remainder of the season. <laughs> he might make a special guest appearance here and it's there. It's a bold strategy, Carton. <laughs> nah, he's been a busy man, so. He's a, he's a busy man. Which, uh, which is understandable. And um, it's just, it's a sad day for listeners. It's a sad day for us at the table. But, you know, what can you do? We crack on. What a, what a week of finals, you eh? just got to keep <laughs> playing on and keeping on, eh? Vibe is high. <laughs> and on that, let's crack into a joke. And I'm just going to keep talking because it's my week this week. Yep. Let's go, Lionel. <laughs> what do you got? So, a dad buys a lie detector robot that slaps you if you lie. Son, where were you at school hours? Son says, at school. The robot slaps him. All right, dad, I was watching Kung Fu Panda. The robot slaps the son again. Okay, I was watching violent movies. The dad says, what? When I was your age, I never watched those kinds of movies. Then the robot slapped the dad. The mum laughed. <laughs> After all, he is your son. The robot turned and slapped the mum. <laughs> <laughs> One of oh, you's got it. No. <laughs> it's not the son? Is that a joke? Yeah, it doesn't belong to the father. Oh. Anyway, 50-50. <laughs> wow. Sorry, boys. Now, what can you do? How are you, boys? Good. Good week of the finals? Exciting. Great games. How good, eh? The comebacks. How yeah. good, week yeah. Week of the comebacks. Every, every, every game, I think, was down. Mm. Yeah. Down by at least 10, I think. Mm. Double figures were up. Oh. We don't... Yep. Not we... we we going into de- detail on that, Pato? We or? can talk about it. I'm yeah. happy to talk about it. Are you sure? You don't seem very happy. No, mate. Better team won. What can you say? Um, yeah, look, I agree. It was it was wasn't looking real good for um for Penny at the start, but you, it was good to see how they responded actually, particularly with um a young side never been in the finals. Mm. Uh, good to see them sort of bite back. You never really knew how they would respond to it. Cleary really stepped up. He did. He was. Outstanding in that game. Mm. <laughs> Definitely deserved. Deserved man of the match. What three tries? Yeah, winning field goal. Mm. What more can you want from him? How old is he? Twenty two. Yeah, 22. same age. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm jealous. Twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, when they went down, that was like a true show of class. Mm. Honestly, to like to come back from that against a good time, uh, good team like the Roosters. And that was class. that was saying I don't know who it was. It was on the Matty Johns podcast. So I won't take credit myself. <laughs> um, I think it was Kenty. When they were down ten nil, and then Mansour scores in the corner, and all the roost the Panthers young boys get around him, they all jump in mm. everywhere, especially Crichton, and they're still down ten mm. four. You just got that feeling that they they're like, yeah, we're on, boys. Mm. We're gonna win. Slow start, but yeah, we're on, sort of thing. Yeah, hundred percent. This weekend was like a big. Momentum game in all the games, I reckon. Like every like, Roosters got up by ten momentum. Then Brett Morris went over the sideline, that shifted the momentum back to Penrith. They got on that massive roll and scored twenty eight unanswered points. Yep. Then we got the momentum back. We just got it back too late. And if there was an extra five minutes, maybe we could have won. But can't, couldn't. Cleary just diced man. 
and then look at the South game. Newcastle had all that momentum, and then that centre made a bad error for Newcastle, and then this the South train just kept rolling and rolling and didn't give him an inch. That's it. Forty six unanswered points to South. Yeah. Um, I think it was thirty unanswered points to Melbourne, and Canberra something similar. Not exa- I'm not yeah. exactly sure, but um, who went for that charge down in that that game Roosters. against? Yeah. Uh, uh, who went for that? Uh, Cordner. Stick, I think was he, he going for that? Was he going for the ball or I, what? I think he got there quicker than he thought. Yeah, and right. I think if he took his legs out, maybe he was thinking. That's the, that's what Nape said. He's like, why didn't he go for the? Yeah, but maybe if he took his leg, he was worried if he took his legs out, he could give away a penalty. But he I thought he ran straight past. Yeah, I he was going, just trying to stick on? your arms up. Yeah, wouldn't get a third concussion for the boys. Nah, James he played well, but he was he was his best. Unbelievable. Yeah. Him and Angus Crichton. Yeah, every run well, eh? That last try with Kiri, um, face ball, Crichton hitting the line. That was really mm. people that probably people that were just watching for fun because it's finals probably wouldn't understand how nice that line was mm, and yeah. the ball yeah. on the chest, unbelievable. Yeah, hit it well. One play for me was Fisher Harris that mm. uh, rushed out of the line, just come back off the bench. I'm pretty sure, and he didn't charge the ball down. He went for the tackle, and then they. Um, they completed the tackle, I think. Who someone went back for it, and then Cleary dived on and completed the tackle. But just the um, the urgency from him coming off the back off the bench and that they just really cheated the more. boys up. Yeah, that was big time. That was my game of the round for me on finals week one, whatever. But every game was enjoyable. I thought mm. even the South game, they slowly ran away with it, mm. but they were never Knights were never out of the game till the very end. I felt yeah, um, but one. One thing I really enjoyed seeing was halves, all the halves of the comp. So you got Cleary touched on and Jerome Luau also had a real game. Oh, yeah. I think he had three try involvements, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds. Um, and then George Williams and Jack Whiten. Pick of the halves pairings, you'd have to think. Mm. Unbelievable. Not, I'm not even mentioning Munster and Jerome Hughes, mm. but all those players, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely all unbelievable. 100%. The hookers as well. You've got Cook, Coruscant, and um, gone blank. Cammy Smith is the other Cam one. Smith. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> how could I forget? I've never heard him called Cammy Smith, actually. No. I might trademark copyright that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a play for me. Um, Luai, he faked the, um, faked the X. Um, to kick maybe out, kick think. out, and then yep. un- then the second play he done it again, but he turned Crichton underneath, and that's when they made the break. Um, he played he played unreal, Lua. He didn't get probably didn't get the credit um, that he deserved because obviously Cleary went over for three, but yeah, he he's killing it. Yeah. Sort of been killing it, scary. And and before the game, he was he was Ging up. You could you could see what he was saying. He's like saying like Lesh goal and all this stuff. <laughs> like they he just, loves it. He just loves it. He's just craving the. The finals footy. It's Absolutely good. He loves it. And for, I, for a young bloke. I love seeing too. Well, he, he laid on that try you just mentioned. Then he also put the grabber through for Cleary's second. Yep. So not getting the the credit he did probably deserves for the game because you know, Cleary was so good as well. So such a young halves pairing. Sort of reminds me of Foran and Cherry Evans. Not so much flair, but day. just the yep. young the young halves carrying the side. Mm. Um, really good to see. 100%. Boys, we got some fan mail in this week. One is from Mick Honeyman. So his question, if you wanted to read it out, Mitch. What did he even have? <laughs> his first question was... Oh, young... Yeah, sorry, go on. I was going to say... No, actually, you read. You read. All it good. was about um, up-and-coming superstars, I think it was. 
And yes. his other one was something about who's going to win the comp. Is it going to be A, Melbourne, <laughs> B, Melbourne, C, Melbourne, or D, all of the above? So, <laughs> Mick, you're a tosser, mate. And I still have a six-pack, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good question from him, but about the um, upcoming star. Yeah. Who, who would you go, Lonnie? Who's going to be a gun in five years? Yeah. So, um, I think you boys have got some, some backline players coming in. So, I've gone some forwards. Jack Hetherington, one of them. Mm-hmm. If he, I think he's played like... Don't quote me on these ones, but something like 19 games, already got four or five charges. Mm. So he's got to get that under control. You can see it going one or two ways because it was similar with Fisher-Harris and it was similar with Keegan Hipgrave mm. at the Titans. And I think, you know, while Fisher-Harris has more experience, he's really converted into a competition heavyweight and Keegan Hipgrave is still seen as sort of that ill-disciplined player. But he's, you know, what he did with that Warriors side, particularly in the game against the Roosters, really showed some potential. And um, Talakai... At yep. Cronulla First wow. season this year I believe But he was an absolute Wrecking ball In the, the second row And I'm going to Throw on the end as well Even though he's already A freak Katoni Staggs Yeah Watch out for him Your In favorite. five years I think if he If he um, Wasn't injured He'd be in that Origin squad Which we'll get to A bit later mm. Boys 100% Yeah your favourite Katoni Bags I love the man What a rig I've got Zachy Lomax Probably a bit of an obvious one. Um, he carved up in the under-18s New South Wales team. Um, him and I think him and Haas single-handedly took that, like took Queensland apart in the under-18s. I heard Freddie saying um, they didn't have the strongest of teams, but them two really stepped up and just carved up. He took the um, Player of the Year, New South Wales Player of the Year in 2017. Um, he's played junior Kangaroos. He's played the Australian PM13s. Um, I reckon, in my opinion, and I'm sure. Everyone else will be feeling the same. He stood out in a struggling St. George team this year. Um, was easily in the top three. Mm, sure. Um, and But regardless of if he plays Origin or not, <coughs> um, he'll definitely take a lot of experience from <coughs> just being around around the team and, and taking it all in and soaking it all in. And from what he's done already at such a young age, he's going to be a gun. Very, very bright future. <coughs> it's, it's interesting that before the season, not to cut your players off, Pat, but just while we're on it, the Dragons, you just mentioned Lomax being their top three players. Dufty would have to be another one. Oh, yeah. Before the season, it was Lomax taking Dufty's spot at fullback. Dufty couldn't get a spot. Now he's their lock fullback, as in like lock him in. Yeah. And Lomax has found a spot out in centre. So you probably wouldn't have picked that. And they've signed him something on like five-year deal, maybe 600k a year. This is Lomax. If he continues how he is, you've got to think – might turn that into unders in two or three years' time. You know what I mean? So it might be a really good signing for them. Mm. Uh, your your players, Jazz? Um, I've got the, well, the very of the obvious ones, like you've mentioned, two of them. Um, sorry, uh, Lomax and Staggs in the centres. Um, yep. Stephen Crichton, another one. Um, Bradman Best as well. But I've um, two forwards. Well, one sort of a come out of his skin this year, Harry Grant. Ah, uh, yes. I think he'll be, in the future, one of the best hookers in the game. No doubt. And a young second role from Brisbane who's got little game time this year, but every time he's playing, I love the way he plays. His name's Jordan Ricky. Tall, runs hard, and I just he's, he's he looks like a mean bastard, so I just think oh, I reckon he'll be a good player in the future. And they've got massive raps on him, and they want to keep him at Brisbane now they've lost um, for feeder. So I think he could be something of the future and a good player to... For Brisbane to try and 
belt. Did he get a couple of games under his belt? Or yeah, he played a couple. Off the yeah. bench, wasn't yeah. he? I think he, he started in the last round, no. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. yeah he has it. I, I do remember now seeing a few highlights of his, actually. He scored a really good try earlier in the year. Down to the right corner? Yeah. Yeah, I know the one you're talking against about. Paramount. Was it against Paramount? I, thought, I can't remember now that far. They were getting pumped. <laughs> but would surprise me if it against Barra. He's, um, <laughs> here's two more to add on to that being, you just mentioned the, dra- the Broncos. Herbie Farnsworth. Yeah. Yep. They've got... You know, every, every Broncos fan has got to be stoked with him this year. Mm-hmm. And Xavier Coates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to throw another one on there from Gold Coast, who's not as young, but Mo Fodawaka. Oh, yeah. He yeah. could become wow. the papali of that side. Mm. And then let players like Dave Fafida, who's coming over, and Big Tino yep. Yep. use their flair around that. Mm. But, uh, he's – that's – Lot of lot of future guns. It's funny that we say that there was three that we just spoke about then, or maybe four from the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. season that mm. they have had. It's just show that they had no guidance, yeah. no, no no leadership, old head and leader leadership to get them, yeah, on track. But yeah, hundred percent. It's good things for the future for them, by the least. Now we did have another fan mail question, and it's going to lead to a big pressing discussion. It's from big big bad Benny Stork. Please come back to the Stangers. Um, if of the players available. Now, tell me if I'm misquoting this, boys. I'm going off the top of my head. Of the available players, who would be your New South Wales backline? So we're talking just one to seven. I'm interested to hear what you boys think, particularly that we've just thrown Lomax in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone Teddy fullback, Cotrick wing, Whiten centre, Stephen Crichton centre, Josh Adobra, Kiri, 5'8", obviously, and then Cleary, um, halfback. So Jack Whiten is your right centre. Oh right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Technically, I well, I didn't really think Doesn't about left or yeah. right centers to be honest. But um, I wouldn't be disappointed with Teddy Kotrick, Lomax in the centers, Crichton in the center still, um, Josh Adobar, Whiten at five eight, and then Cleary at half back. But I think Kiri deserves he deserves a crack. He missed out last year from concussion. Yep. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I said earlier, I don't like to see. Once we've got a winning team, I don't want to see too many chops and changes. But mm-hmm. to say that we Kiri wouldn't be your probably your best five eight um, at that position for us at you know, for New South yeah. Wales, I'd be lying. Huge so. fall from Grace from Ferguson. I know he's just been mm-hmm. half injured. He might be playing this week, whatever. But do you will still pick him? I don't think they will, no. mm. particularly with the axing of Big Bad Dave Clemmer. Yeah. How do we think? What do we think about that, boys? I'm, I've been a supporter of Clemmer all year. I'm, Benny, outra- Benny. I'm, I'm outraged. <laughs> I'm outraged. The great Moon Man says you can't. Well, I haven't heard an, an Origin team picked by fans this year without him in it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's not, picked him. Not one. And Papali come out and he'd probably say it out of respect to anyone, but no one wants to verse him. Yeah. Like I can't believe he's not picked. And Pat always says, or he said this year, he's. Thrown a um, an offload into his game. He has. So it's it's I don't know. It's, he's an Origin player. Mm. It's he's just got me puzzled. Honestly, he, his prop partner Daniel Safidi did get the call up still, and there's still players that haven't been named because they're still playing finals, and there is potential for him to still make the squad. But you'd think if he's not picked now, he's not their first choice prop, and he's not going to be starting. They must be going with Haas and Safidi, mm. which I find just crazy. Mm. But they're, talk, they're throwing James Tarmow in the mix. Oh, don't. I can't it's it's crazy. Nah. I, he's oh. a good player, but he's not Origin. Yeah, but Clemmer's just a fucking machine. Yeah. Another thing Pat's are all, um, or Pat has said as well, um, like what, because they're a winning team, what, Tarmow gets thrown in the name? Like, yeah. It's just, it's 
It's got me baffled. A good word. I'm fucking baffled by it. He can play big minutes, Clem, as well. Mm. Yeah. He can play a little bit, small That's minutes. That's what I was going to say. Do you reckon it's because um, he's only playing, well, they would they have him like on for on for 20 or half and then off for a little bit and then come back on later? Do you reckon that's because what he's been doing at club? I mean, I wouldn't think so, but mm. it, it's possible. I, w- I wouldn't have picked that being the reason. I honestly couldn't tell you the reason. I can't believe he's not there. I read the article that him and Wade Graham were out, and I can, you know, Wade Graham's an origin head. I can see why he's not picked, but I couldn't believe it. Mm. Anyway. How, how's the form? But they've got to, um, um, they've got to, they've got to stay around. Um, if like if they could be selected, they've got to still be within that bubble. In the bubble, yeah, they can't go Rough. see their family for the next two weeks until they technically know if they're within mm. that squad or not. Yeah, and it's rough, and they could be within the what is it like the twenty twenty seven man squad. man squad. So, so it's going to be stiff. Big three weeks of Origin. Yeah, I think they're all on Wednesday nights. I thought one yeah. was on a Sunday, but I thought yeah, that's I, a I huge Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, be interesting to see how it goes. Um, back to the fair mail question, Jazzy, your back line. Uh, I'll go with um, I don't know left and right. I'll just put it out there. Um, Teddy fullback, uh, Kotrick on one wing, Adakar on the other, mm-hmm. Lomax in one centre, Whiten in the other, and then what's his face? Kiri, Kiri and Cleary yeah. halves. Yeah, and I'm going to second that. Um, Kotrick on the right wing. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting with Ferguson. Disappointing. As a Tigers fan, to not see Nofaluma, but I wouldn't pick him myself. I was going to say, I was going to ask that to you. I've seen a lot of people saying, how does Nofaluma not going to start? I, Do you reckon I, it's an attitude thing? I don't think it's an attitude thing. Definitely not. I think he's got a, I think he's got a great attitude. I think it's more, um, I'd, I'd say probably a holistic game. So he's got a tackle break, he's got the offload, he's got a try in him. But can he, can he grind out 200 metres yeah. from his own half mm-hmm. like Ferguson yeah. would? Like Nick Kotrick could, and also his how defense. how good is defense? Is that defense a qualm? Yeah, that's his biggest issue for me. Massive qualm, <laughs> massive <laughs> qualm. And I, I love him as Tigers player. I'm I would be very sad to ever see him go, but I just don't think he's a player. That, I think he's a player that will always be in discussion when he's playing well. Yep. but he'll never quite get picked, unfortunately. Sort of like an Orbo or yeah, something like that. Let's talk then about the Queensland squad. They've named 15 players today. I'll rattle off a few here. Um. The forwards are sort of as you expect. Feeders out. You've got Arrow, Bottawaker, Carrigan. Um, Josh Kerr has been named. How Grant's in the squad. But talk backs. Ponga is in the squad. Does Edric Lee get named? He did yeah, get he named. Did. Edric Lee is a huge in. <laughs> wow. Name said that when we were watching the footy on the weekend. He's like, how good is he? <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves an error in a finals game. Anyway, Ponga, likely to be out. Holmes. Out of the game one. So the backs they've named are Brimson, Philip Sammy, Edric Lee, Heimel Hunt. Interesting. And Xavier Coates. Now, I can't believe Corey Oates didn't even get a run. Corey Oates hasn't been included. Interesting that a couple of Knights players have been named mm. and Bennett's been yeah. at Knights. But even more interesting that Kurt Mann hasn't been named. Is he Queenslander? I'm pretty sure I'm almost certain Kurt Mann's a Queenslander and he hasn't been put in yet, which I find crazy. Mm. He was their most... I would have picked him if he was a Queenslander for sure. He was their most consistent player this year with fucking Dave Clemmer. Yeah. And I I still support Caelan Ponga who had a great year. Yeah. He's obviously out. But they're three best players. Kurt Mann was born in Winton, Queensland. There you go. Fuck you are quick on the Google, mate. (laughs) mate. (laughs) He slid under the radar. 
Yeah. Queenslander. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. But I just... That's, I, that's a bit stiff. Another one, um, Ronaldo Mulatalo, I thought might get a call-up. Mm. Probably ahead of Phil Sammy. But mm-hmm. there you go. Brimson looks like he'll play number one. Yep. Happy for him. But I, with that back line, I don't think that they can... They can really get New South Wales. In, not, in, not in two games out of three anyway. Has Ponga completely ruled himself out yet or not? I don't think so. He's in talks with Knights officials mm. about mm. what he's going to do because it's like a four or five month recovery um, as we get some hand-delivered Krispy Kremes here. How good is this? Um, <laughs> it's a four or five month recovery. So if he plays Origin, he's going to miss probably the start of the season. Mm. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. How good is Krispy Carry on, boys. You do the talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who else they pick. Um, obviously, there's a few. There was talk. Uh, another big out, Josh Maguire. Didn't get picked. Oh, yeah. 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 Very, I thought he'd be one of those people you sort of pick first mm-hmm. with the mongrel he has. And, and Bellamy backed him at um, at Brisbane. Mm, yeah. So it's surprising to see that. And he's not playing bad footy. No. He's, got, he's making good stats. Yeah. It's just, you know. You know what's interesting? I think... Back in 2003, when Cam Smith... Oh, no. Whenever Cam Smith made his origin debut in Game 3, I think Bennett was coach. Mm. Don't mind me chewing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bennett was coach. And he he ushered in this new era of Queensland, as Cam Smith being one of them. Bennett's now coach again. He's given Maguire the flick, bringing all these young young guys. I wonder if I wonder if it's a good call. Everyone's sitting there going, you know, that's unbelievable. You know, what's... What's Phil Sammy doing in the squad and all that? But maybe it's a good decision. And whilst I can't see him winning the series, next year you got all their players in there. Mm. And this experience could be an upset on the cards. Mm. It's going to be, um, as a Blues fan, it's good not to see him in there. Mm. He's a prick to freaking. 100%. Their rebuild phase will be a lot quicker than ours was. That's for sure. And yeah, I, mm. I guess I can't really say rebuild phase because we come up against the some be- of the best players. You have to say the best team the of best all time. Team of all time, but we chopped and changed, and just couldn't really seem to figure out a squad um, for years. And I think that shit a lot of people. But yeah, Bennett's definitely a bloke that will probably build a team. There was a series. Don't ask me what year that we had three different halves pairing in three games. I think it was the year Jared Mullen debuted when he was young, and then he got injured and all this bullshit. But I, I agree with you that they'll they'll be back soon. We're not about to go on a yeah. 10 series winning streak, I wouldn't think. It's good. Definitely not. It is good. You need competition. I want to mm. keep winning, obviously, but you, you need it to be interesting. Mm. And, you know, I've, there's a lot of people still think Queensland are a chance, yeah. at least for one game, but it will be interesting to see um, how they go. We've got, we got a little multi-rolling, mm. us boys. I think, did I say, did we say it the other week? What is it? Mm, it was, was South head-to-head on the weekend, Melbourne head-to-head on the weekend, and then it was... um. New South Wales to win the series. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, was pretty pretty solid then. What's that pain? Uh, was it? Well, we we had a, a fair bit of money left over from a kiddie pool that we had from a piss up the other week for Napes' birthday, and then we just decided to load it on on that multi. Can so I can I throw some money? I'll get it in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I think it was like 200, 200 to double up into yeah, nice. one hundred or five hundred or something or was whatever it was. How the the multis but go last? Oh, sorry. Carry I was on. just going to say I'm, I'm licking my lips after saying. Um, Seeing Queensland's <laughs> named <laughs> players, but he, yeah, how, that good good question. How did our multis go? I'm gonna throw to you, Lonnie. <sighs> Give us a bit of Rajasthan Royals. I know you're still well, <laughs> <laughs> the the one leg losses have have come to an end. I've I've had about a three leg loss. NFL didn't go well, but 
name the Chennai Super Kings. <laughs> they went down to the Sunrisers Hyderabad, and I, I don't know how to deal with it. To be honest, ever since I've plugged the IPL, the close games have sort of come to a halt. <laughs> it's, it's flattened out a bit, but stick with it. You going to cricket again? <laughs> no, I've avoided the cricket. This week. <laughs> no, no cricket this week. <laughs> but um, not back in Dallas. No, Dallas can. Suck oh, they lost the freaking the Browns. The Browns, Dallas can suck me <laughs> off. But um, there'll be some NFL feature. But I'm moving back to NRL. That's that's where my head's at this week. Mine's looking very um, not good. If 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 yeah, I'll put in a couple of words. Not good. Poor uh, Donald Trump boys. <laughs> oh. He's been hit with COVID. Conspiracy or what? Uh, or oh, what? What sympathy? You reckon? All, all the all, all sympathy or. You know, get people to rally around him. You know, I'm I can survive it. I'm 74. Let's do it together. It was like that poison threat. Someone was saying that, like when he ricin. Yeah, someone was going to poison him with ricin or whatever it was, and that was all just a big ruse to, Mate, to the, you know, feel sorry for. The bike recovered from COVID. I think one in 25 people who die <laughs> over 75. He's recovered in four days. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt better. You reckon? I oh. thought he thought it was fake. Didn't he say it was wasn't real? <laughs> yeah, I don't who know. Knows. Who knows Probably what did. he said, but. I just know his doctors come out and said, oh, Trump come out and said, I've got COVID. And the doctor came out and said, we haven't tested him yet. <laughs> so, so, I don't know, but how's the form on him? Three three days in hospital or whatever and just, nah, straight away back into his, um, back into his big fucking limo or whatever he fucking drives You around. can't. <laughs> Putting his, uh, his secret servicemen in, in danger or whatever, but I guess that's what they um, get paid for. But that's just fucking cooked. Joe Biden... What a wild place. How is he going to win, <laughs> yeah. Buck? Honestly. They're both fucking 80 in the shade. Honestly. <laughs> it's a joke. Is it, how is that what they're left with? That's in, what they're dishing up. Yeah. Over there. I won't talk American politics. Oh, I, don't I don't know, I don't I know, know enough. Shit, but but fuck me, they, they give us some good highlights. Yeah. <laughs> they oh. make ScoMo look like an absolute freak of a leader. Yeah. <laughs> Which, mind you, he is. Keep feeding the bank account, mate. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Cheers, all, mate. Up the shark. <laughs> all government payments have stopped this week, so... Oh well, we didn't qualify for JobKeeper over at my uh, my joint. Oh, didn't you? No, so I'm I'm back in the in the wars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, what have you been listening to this week, boys? Songs. Ooh. This is a, a, bit of a turn up, right? Crank it. It's been out for a while, but I'll tell you what, I've been giving it a, an absolute whirl this this week for some reason. Just just cause it's just a track. Who is it? What's it called? Gang of Use, Deepest of Size, Frankest of Shadows. Track. Bit Go have a listen. Bit different from you. <coughs> yeah, big, mate. Big fan. What what about yourself, J Rod? Um uh, it is uh, a song new song from Chillin' It. Chillin' It and Lissy. It's called Stand For. Here's a DJ Morse. Let's give it a whirl. 2017 when I walked in the foyer And the first thing I said when I first got done by the jacks Go talk to the lawyer Gloves on, strapped up, ten rounds in a box and an Oscar That's still a Hoya And a bad gal looking all crisp with a chip on the shoulder I don't mean soya uh, Never stop until this hurts A little bit of an Aussie rap there yeah, A shade, bro When it went, <laughs> went a bit off him for a while But he's come back with He's releasing a new album soon That That's one of the first ones he's released And it's uh Bit of a banger, I, I don't mind it. From Stormzy to chilling it, mate. You've yeah. got <laughs> very on brand for you. Oh, it's yeah. good. Some uh, bangers. Well, I've gone off brand for me, but I've sort of followed your lead this week, Pat. <laughs> no dinosaurs. No, no, no. Ruby Fields. Ruby Fields. Go on, nah. the kid Leroy, straight out of Redfern. Hit it. Spin that. Why the fuck does God 
keep testing My mind's a bad, let it rest in peace Tell me why, tell me why It's so hard to say goodbye And when I get inside Try Here we go, tell me why the kid Leroy Young bloke from Redfin, eh? That's Making it, it in the, be, uh, the big states. Catch him in the front row of South game this week, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he's one of our biggest prospects, this, that kid. Oh, yeah, he's doing, America. All the, doing all the right things, it. eh? He's killing it. Making, yeah. making the right music. That's right. Linked up with Juicy and mm. the rest is history. He's killing it over there. They were, they were talk, killing it with chilling it? <laughs> <laughs> I heard him say on, um, on the radio recently, they were talking about him. He's in sort of a, a good period... Everyone's sort of locked down, but there's no such thing as like a national star anymore. Mm. Because of the internet and social media, you're either you can go international overnight, mm. sort of thing. Yeah. With, especially TikTok's a big one. Oh yeah. But I think Benny is one of the one of the um Kiwi artists. She went huge on TikTok mm. and then it just kicks off. Mm. Whereas not so easy, obviously, a little while ago. So he's um doing all the right things. Um I think it's time but anything to add to that? No. No. Let's move on then. It's the uh we're on the quiz. Big intro, eh? Should cut it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just cut it and add a fade out or something. Yeah. You know? Be more professional. What are we doing? Yeah. All right, I've cut the I've cut the spelling bee this week, boys. Oh thank I, God. Oh. <laughs> I, I received some anonymous. I received some anonymous mail saying, "Can you stop bullying my boyfriend, Jared Patterson?" <laughs> Thanks. So we, we've returned back to the backwards names. Um, so I've made them a bit simpler. We'll get through these ones nice and quickly, but get some scores rolling. All all featured this week. Player one. Oxeded. Hang on, hang on. I normally I write them backwards. I've written them straight. What a dickhead. <laughs> I'm changing to something else. All right. Nala Yerok. <laughs> Corey Allen? Oh, he's done it. Corey oh, Allen, cool correct. Man. All right. Same game. This is this one will be quick. Cook. Need <laughs> that. Huh? Damien Cook. He's got it. <laughs> <laughs> You're busy laughing at the last name, Pat. He's getting questions. Yeah, well, I thought it was too, like, I thought you were going to trick me. That's one of the ones you tricked me like. Mate, I'll never trick you on this segment. Would oh. I do that to you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll try the last one again. Um, from the from the other game, I'll say. There was three. <laughs> no, he's playing this weekend. So. <laughs> All right, Ox Seted, Seded, Semaj. Semaj. Ox Seded. Angus the first. Nah, I'm calling it James Tedesco. Oh, oh. yep, Come on. that went well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. What about our buzzers? Where's the buzzers? Oh, yeah. well, you didn't <laughs> ask. Sorry. Breakfast. Can I get some buzzers? Breakfast. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. Um, no need to buzz in because this question is directed at Joe Patterson. <laughs> oh, I was going to buzz in. Jared. Yes. Who was the Clive Churchill winner in the, t- <laughs> in the 2019 Grand Final? 19. 2019. Uh, Jack White. Next question, directed at Joe Patterson. Daily Cherry Evans. No, no, no. <laughs> How do you feel about Jack White winning the Clive Churchill medal in 2019? Uh, I was pretty disappointed at the time. 
not happy. Is it a multiple choice? No, no, it's just I just want your opinion. <laughs> and I deem it correct or not correct. Uh, Hargrave should have got it. Yeah, that's incorrect. All right. <laughs> Next question. What decade did South last play the Parramatta Eels in the finals? What decade? Pure guess here. You'll be guessing. Wackfest. Yep. 70s. Ooh. Close. Fuck your hat. Yeah. 80s. Oh, no. Nah. It was the 1960s. Mm. 1965, oh. Para went down 17-2 to South. Wow. Yeah. And it was the only time they've met in the finals. So, um, Interesting. sort of unprecedented territory this weekend. I will say, in their overall head-to-head, South just have the edge. This is regular season matches. 71 wins, three draws, 60 wins to the Eels. Um, now, what? this is the closest to question. What was the crowd in last year's grand final? Sort of on point with Roosters Raiders this week. What was the, the final crowd closest to? Blackfish. <laughs> Where'd they play it at? ANZ. ANZ. Where do you reckon? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 59. Pat's going to win this one. Is it 83? Oh, yeah, oh, I'll tell you what, you're fucking close. 82,922 points to Pat. Yeah, right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll talk about just quickly the last... Actually, no, I'll talk about it later. Remind me to come back to the stats later. All right. Another question directed for Jared. How long does this quiz go for? No, no, no. <laughs> question for Jared. Yeah. Who was the Clive Churchill medal winner of the 2013 grand final? Roosters versus Manly. Oh, he's done it. <laughs> How did you feel about the Clive Churchill medal winner in 2013, Daily Cherry Evans? I had the exact same reaction at the game that I did in 2019. I threw my hands in the air and went, why? Uh, did you say, uh, tell me why? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Kid Leroy? Anyway, all right, last set of questions, but there is, it's, you know, it's a loaded question. Name for me, for each team, in order that I go, the leading try scorer, and bonus points if you can guess how many tries for the season. Roosters. Just for both? Yep, this is for both. So we both have to buzz in? Yep. Pat. Yep. Uh, Brett Morris. Have a guess how many tries he scored? Twelve. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> How good's that? You're on fire tonight. I could can the spelling bee every week. Yeah. Easy one. Souths. Pat. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was quick. Alex Johnson. Yeah. How many? You still uh, get the points. But. Uh, it flashed up like a thousand times when we burst in the other <laughs> night. 20. Oh, five. Ooh, no. Mitch. Wait, was it that many? No, he was wrong. 21. Oh, still no, but you're close. It was 22. Oh, fuck. Still. Vicky's go to Pato. All right. Melbourne. Pat. Uh, Adoka. Yep. 15. Oh, close. Close. 16. Yeah, yeah well done. Well done. Yeah. I'm going to give Mitch first yeah, crack, first Mitch crack at this first. one. <laughs> Parramatta. Hey, no, no, yeah. Parramatta. Oh. Um, Sevo. Yep. Standard guess. Mm. Not that you're guessing, mate. I don't question your ability. 15. Yeah. Is that a guess? Hang on, well done. And that uh, wraps up the quiz for the week, boys. Well <laughs> we won't play the whole thing. Um, Tell you what, Eddie McGuire's got his uh, he's got his work cut out, mate. It's it's tough tough gig, quizmaster. I, I reckon I could run hot seat though. <laughs> All got to do is ask, is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> and then look at him like, have you got it right? Have you got it wrong? <laughs> 
Um, while we're still moving away from the footy chat, we'll, we'll talk about the finals game soon. But, boys, I want to hear. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Jesus. What's been pissing you off what this week? Segment? I'll no, go first. Go on, Victor. Um, now, this isn't aimed at anyone in particular. <laughs> it's always just aimed at someone in particular <laughs> when you start with that. <laughs> just a wide range of certain people. Oh, well, I'm about to give away the certain people. <laughs> Females getting ready. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but... God, like, come on, man. <laughs> Pick up the just, pace. Just move it on a little bit. That's what grinds my gears. Very good. Yeah, Short and sweet. I don't want to say any more because I'm already going to get in trouble, so... <laughs> this is Pato when he goes home later. Yeah. <laughs> it's on. You're in trouble, mate. You're gone. Yeah. Mitch? Oh... oh. You want me to go or you're right? No, no, I got it. I'm yeah. ready. Hit me out. What you got? It's, I'll keep it short and sweet. You know what grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? Ben Cummins. <laughs> On the weekend. <laughs> went upstairs for Tavita to toll his try when he was standing right in front. Like, pull your head in, Ledge. Like, <laughs> seeing eye dog, mate. You need one. I'm telling <laughs> you. Spastic. I can't really say that, but yeah. Dickhead. <laughs> Bonnie, <laughs> you? What's going on, man? What grinds my gears? Well, first of all, I, I agree with you. Open your eyes. He was champion. like right there, and he went upstairs. Doesn't even deserve a champion. Open your eyes, pal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. What grinds my gears, boys? I don't know if you're big coffee drinkers. <laughs> Never drunk coffee in my life. Right. Well, I'm I'm big on the coffee, but I don't like the coffee taste. So I'm a big caramel latte man. <laughs> What's the point of drinking coffee if you don't like the taste? Well, it wakes me up. <laughs> but. The bigger thing, I feel like the coffee doesn't actually wake me up. It's the thought of holding a coffee mm. that makes me sort of ready to start my day, whether it's work, uni, whatever it be. I need a warm coffee in my hand. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I need a hot coffee in my <laughs> hand because what grinds my gears is warm coffee. <laughs> if you serve me a coffee and I can sip it straight away, it's not bloody hot enough. Mm. I don't want to be able to touch it with my tongue for five minutes. <laughs> Seriously. And that, people, is what grinds my gears. Come. <laughs> Thank you for that. Another oh. great installment. <laughs> I feel like we all get to just relax when yeah. we finish that segment. It revs me up. I'm still, going, oh no, I'm still going on that coffee. It depends how quick you want to drink it, mate. If you well, want, if you want to wake up there and then. What nah. happens if you don't have time to sip it? Yeah, that's what I'm Don't thinking. bloody order one. <laughs> <laughs> or, fair enough, but I have time to sip it, right? <laughs> it just revs me up. I'm, I'm hot and sweaty now. Where's the Krispy Kremes? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, shit, mate. Let's, let's, let's talk about the two... Huge upcoming games. Roosters Raiders grand final match. Friday night. Who are we on? What are we like? Begin. Six again. <laughs> Pato, you gotta start with this one. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll hand it to you. I just got the grand final reference. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mitch. Jesus, need a coffee, mate. Oh, as long as it's fucking warm and no, hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. Get me out of here. Uh, yeah, another big game this weekend. Um, it's going to be hard for the Roosters this week against um, the old uh, fucking Raiders. I've just had a conniption. I had this all this thing. And you start talking about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, you need one? You want nah, one? I'm good. Caramel latte, mate. Fix you right up. Um, we much. I reckon we'll struggle this weekend. The Roosters uh, coming off a big game against Penrith. We we just look tired. Um, it's been hell of a two big years. Um, Come to looks like it may be coming to an end, but I'm still I'm still hopeful. I'm still we beat them not long not not too long ago. Um, we're Crichton starting this week, which I think is great. Um, he's playing really good footy. Um, Teddy needs to have an absolute huge game like he did the other night. He, I thought he played really well. Um, we just got to stop 
Josh Papali and Jack Whiten. They're, they're everything around Jack Whiten, just his momentum. Um, I hate I hate Verse and Canberra after that grand final. I just there's a lot of t- people in that team I don't like. Jordan Rapana, <laughs> prick. But um, <laughs> but um, it's going to be. A, a, I reckon it'll be a really close one. It'll be um, could be another one point thriller. But um, hopefully Sonny Bill plays this week. Whether it's conspiracy that if he's injured or not, well, he is but, named um, at seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I think it'll be a really good game. I'll my tip will I'll go uh, Roosters one to twelve. Oh, big, big, big! You've just sort of conceded defeat and then gone. Yeah, we might still win. Yeah, well, I've got to be got to be um positive. Fair enough, fair enough. It is your team. So yeah, exactly. You've got to back them. Does your like your thoughts on recent events? Sunny Bill, last couple of games he's played. Is he still? Do you reckon Robbo's telling him to play a certain way? I think. Uh, I, I think yes and no. Yeah. In some ways. But I, I, th- I thought I don't know, like with all, the, I know he's getting a bit in the media. He's copping it a bit. Yeah. But um, yes, he's thirty, whatever. He, we don't expect him to play like he did a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I thought he was playing really well for when he came back. Like he, he just come off an injury and he's been out. They haven't played in so long, and yeah, I think he's he played alright. But um, yeah, I do. I think Robert's trying to. It's a lot, a lot different to when he used to play. Mm. He's trying to help him, but. I don't know. I think short, sharp stints. Short, sharp yep. stints thereafter from him. Yeah, and I, I don't think he deserves it either. They got pumped by South. Mm. Sort of said the same thing last week, but the game before that, Cronulla, it was only a second game back, and he come out. I don't know exactly what stats he had, but he really did make an impact off the bench, and I think that's just what they want from him. Just mm. a bit of spark. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one thing I'll I'll credit Jacob Mitchell for saying this. Not I won't take it myself, but when he came back uh, all those years ago to Roosters. They were one edge front rower short. Mm. Um, sorry, edge back rower short. So he filled in. Now, they're not short of forward. Mm. He's actually pushing Nat Butcher out of the side. Mm. They're squeezing extra on in and trying to play him in the middle, which is never where he was at his best, I don't feel. Yeah. Um, so that's just interesting. But I, the game won't be won or lost based on Sonny Bill. No. Definitely not. Where I think the game will be won and lost for the Roosters is a bigger inclusion that sort of hasn't really been talked about. Jake Friend. Friend, yeah. He's back. Yeah, and if they win, he will play a massive part in that. I think. I reckon. I people might hate me for saying this, but I think if we have Jake Friend on the weekend, we win that game. I think he would have helped. More than likely, he's such an experienced hooker. Yeah, he's been around for so long, and nothing on Freddie Lussick. No, he played all right. He's but a young guy, but there was some execution bits. There was a in the first half. He Freddie Lussick like picked up the ball and looked around, and we all had to rush off a kick. Mm. Like Jake Friend, just not, like. Yes, he comes up with the bad play every now and then, but he's that experienced and he slows down the ruck. Like last year's grand final, when he came on the field, he changed the game like that. Cooper yeah. Cronk got put in the bin, he came on. It changed the game for us and he was one of the best on the par. But That's um, just from experience of having an old head. Yeah, exactly. That's and what I'm, you need. I'm sure it's... Um it's there's other stuff that you don't notice as well, like the service out of dummy half. Mm. Yeah. The communication in the middle and defence... Making those sort of being the third man into those tackles that sometimes hookers need to be, mm. so you complete the tackle, but you're not wasting all your energy. Things like that that are harder to pick up on that he would just be doing week in week out. Yeah, he's you know there was a period there where it was Cam Smith, and then it was Robbie Farrow, Isaac Luke, Jake Friend, the next mm. three best easy. So you know he's he's been there, done that. If he's win this week, put it this way: if he's not playing this week, I'm more confident in tipping Canberra. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But I just think 
They're going to have the hunger. Canberra, this is. They're going to be red hot. It's going to be a tight game. But I think Canberra's going to get them. It's the first... I went all all the top t- sides last week. Penrith, Storm, um, Souths and Eels. Uh, not Eels, fuck it. The other team that won, Canberra. <laughs> and this week I'm going against that. I think... I think the Roosters' three-peat's going to end, mm. personally. Almost out of firepower. Canberra you, by four. You narrowed down hookers as such a key position this year, Lorne, in most of the podcast this year, and um, it's 100% correct. Friend plays this week, in which he will. It'll be such an impact um, for the Roosters. I think, yeah, it's coming. it is coming to an end. They've really just been taken to the deep end. I don't, I don't know about Raiders. I just, they had their th- three tries off White and was it two or three tries off White last week? Off some some brilliant play. You shut that down. Where do they? Mm, they're attacking brilliance. I just don't. I don't know if I can say it. They're attacking brilliance in the back line. Like White had to single handedly pretty much do it himself last week against a depleted um, Cronulla side with no Sean Johnson. I can see Roosters still winning this. You have you got your stars like Tedesco oh, that can come out and hundred percent. It's 50. I know, like I'm, that's, yeah. that's stupid to say. It's 50 like, Of course, they can still win it. But yeah, I, I'm, I've got a bit of confidence in the Roosters. I reckon you know, I reckon they'll come out and win it. And they'll know people are thinking they're done. That'll yeah. that'll motivate them for oh, sure. Hundred percent for sure. Um, if I may, just touch on the hookers. I'm just having a look now. Yeah. <coughs> Last week's winners, you got Coruscant versus Freddie Lussick. Obviously, Coruscant got him. You had. Tom Starling, to you know, to be fair, is a young hooker, but you know I got raps on him. Versus the Sharks, who had Blake Braley, who went down, mm. so had a fill-in hooker. Um, Smith beat Reed Marnie, who mind you had a good game, and then Damian Cook beat Randall. Yep, was man back at six. Yes, I think so. The experienced hookers all came out on top, and I probably wouldn't shock me if, and I didn't pay close attention to it, but you see all those teams that come out firing. The hookers all played a part in controlling the ruck speed and sort of bringing their team back, getting getting sort of rolling, mm. things like that. So it's an interesting, interesting point. Um, yeah, big tool. None of you reminded me to go back to the stats I was talking about earlier. So oh, yeah. Bit, bit off yours. <laughs> but I will say, and it's, it's more just a matter of interest. I don't think it's going to make an impact on this week's game, but the last three times these teams have played in the, the finals, 2000, 2004, 2019, Canberra have only scored 30 points across... Three games. Roosters have scored 90. So they do have the water them in the finals. Regular season games from 66 starts. Roosters 37, Canberra 29. Which is not too lopsided, particularly for a side as as sort of historical and prestigious as the Roosters. So just some interesting facts there for the listeners and for you boys. I've, I'm still at Canberra, but all your points are valid, Mitch. 50-50. It's coin. been so much this season about attack, attack, attack. Like... Been so hard to focus on defense as such the, like the pace of the game. Um, it's really taken away defense. I reckon like it's just been who's the better attacking team. Um, Do you think that comes from the six again rule and the speed? Yeah, game, yeah? six again rule and the speed. Um, yeah, it's definitely been down to those two key points. And like the last time they played, it was eighteen six. So obviously both teams are real strong on defense. Um, I think Rooster's been let down a few times this year on completing, um, like completion rate, sorry. If they can complete and if they can just be gutsy and defend like they do, I reckon, 
I'm telling you, Raiders will f- struggle to score. They really will. You got your your old heads in that that Roosters squad that'll they're, they're there for the defense. They like they'll hold out your. I don't even know. What, I don't see Raiders being that strong in like their backline to be honest, really. But yeah, that's just from me. To be honest, and it's just come down to Roosters' completion rate this year. They've blown a couple of games against some better teams. Melbourne um, twice. Melbourne twice. Yep. It's um interesting that you mentioned offense over defense because it was the highest scoring week of the finals ever. Yeah. Yep. Um, obviously, there'll always be week one because four games are played, but record was broken, most points scored, and just looking at the scores now, it looks like the lowest amount of points in the game was fifty-two. Fifty-two in the Raiders Sharks, fifty-seven in the Panthers Roosters game, and then 60 and 66 in the other two games. So, try to score, and they they were scored from their own halves as well. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, some of those storm tries were fucking scintillating, like just the speed from Pappy and Adokar. We haven't even talked about them this week because we've been focusing on next week's games. But I'm sure next week we'll touch on them for sh- like 100. Mm. Yeah, it's it's scary prospect. Um, should we talk the the next game? Eels South. Let's do it. For me, just as interesting. Where what do you? What are your boys' thoughts initially? Also, Bank West can go and can go and jump. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Don't know why I'm thinking about the home advantage um, as to separate these two teams. But look, we played good footy against Knights, but we were off to a slow start. A slow start, like we have been um, throughout sometimes, well, sometimes this season against better teams and. I'm slightly worried about Parab, but not so much to a to a better team like your Melbourne or your your Roosters. But if we get it get away to a slow start, we will be on the back foot, obviously. But I don't know if we'll close that gap. But you know that you can. We know we can, but that that was against that was against Knights and. Yeah. But they weren't playing the worst of footy. But you also just piled sixty points onto the Roosters. You can score points against any side. I think correct. It's we just can. the mindset's got to be there. It is the mindset, and it comes from your spine now. Especially Walker and Cook, they're your spark. Look, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm stoked. Like the what, what we've got ourselves to in the position we're in, and the the lead up to it. I don't think we've taken too much out of, um, like we haven't. Had, well, not going to be cocky, but we haven't had competitive games in the last. Knights gave us a shake up last week in the first first fifteen or fifteen or twenty, whatever. But we haven't really been taken to a deep end um, thus far. Obviously, this could be. Um, a big game for us, but you've got no Sevo there for um, for the Eels, so that takes away one key player for attack. But Nia Corey's out also. Yep, you've got the team list up there. Can you just read the benches out to me for both sides? Yep, Nia Corey out in the change. So Will Smith, Andrew Davy, Kane Evans, and Ray Stone, mm-hmm. and then for South, Mark Nichols, Liam Knight, Jed Cartwright, uh, Keone Kalamatangi. Tough one, tongue teller. Fairly inexperienced for both sides, but yeah. I just think for that Eels bench, Will Smith has played finals before, but his utility, you've got those three Eels forwards. Evans has been there, but you know what he's like, especially mm. he was a Roosters fan. You can hear with it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Davey and um, Ray Stone, I just don't know how they'll handle the, um, you know, if, if they're not up like they were against Melbourne, mm. I don't know how they're going to go getting back into a game and they weren't even able to hold on to the game against the Storm if that's making sense but I just I don't think the Eels are going to have the firepower with those players out and Ferguson's 50-50 as well mind you mm. 
what impressed me last week was Cody Walker. A lot of talk of like him not going to be um, consistent or how can he handle the big pressure in key moments. And obviously, as you've seen last week, he really stepped up. And well, they reckon he's a shoe in for the Origin squad again. Yeah. Not to play, but not as, a back, play. as a backup yeah. um, for Kiri Cleary because apparently that's going to be the Harbs. But, um, and, you know, he probably deserves it based on form, deserves another chance. He only really yeah. got the game one. Which we um we lost last year, correct? Yep. Yep. He played limp, like I don't think he got, he got he, pulled. He, yeah, he got pulled. Got pulled. Didn't play his best game, but you know he he deserves a second crack. Um, let's not forget back when the trail got injured, people ruled Souths out. It was a bit like Josh Hodgson for the Raiders. Everyone said, yeah, well, you know, credit to them, they were coming good, but they can't do it anymore. Hmm. Mind you, I don't think they can win the comp, but I give them probably a 65 percent chance of winning this weekend. You know, they've got, they've got all the momentum. Everything's looking right for them. That puts them one win away from the grand final, which people probably wouldn't have picked when Latrell went down. So it's, it's a credit to their back line. I think Corey Allen is a big, big aspect in that. Mm. He came out during the week and said he's sort of lost those nerves that were keeping him from his best because last started last year or something, he was coming through the Brisbane um, development program and he had huge wraps on him. Yeah. A lot of clubs were after him and he's only just starting to deliver now, which is good. Surprising that you give him raps. Like he, sorry, he he did play a really good game last week, but I've got I got my worries about that that yeah. lineup with Gutho and him. Um, oh no doubt he's still developing, and Gutherson wins that matchup. Yeah, but I just think he's starting to show the signs of why he had those raps on him, um, and he's he's filling in nicely. And what it's allowing is AJ to stay out on the wing, yeah. and do what he does Relish. best, which is score tries. Score thousands of tries, so he's not. I don't think Corey Allen's going to be the difference in the game, but he's sort of just holding the, holding it in place, holding yeah. the fort. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Yes, yeah. There's a scary uh, prospect for Parramatta. Um, their right edge got torn to shreds. Right edge in defence. So Walker Blake and Ferguson got torn to shreds last week by, um, uh, Olam and Ado Carr yep. and Co. And South's attacking left edge, which is Cody Walker, Oof. is coming up against them. Potent. So that's um, very worrying signs. Um, when Waka, I feel like when Waka Blake's down and out, he just gives up yeah. and doesn't like it. So if they can do what they've been doing, they're going to be hard to stop. South, yeah. that is. Tips? I got South by 10. 10? I got Canberra by 4, South by 10. Just off the top of my head. If they both teams play like they did last week, I'll go South by six. Mm-hmm. I was going to go in between. I'll go South eight. Well, there you go. Hopefully and then use both tipping right roosters. Sorry, I'll go roosters. <laughs> and I think if we're tallying the the total finals tipping, you boys three last week. Yeah, I both tip roosters. roosters. Yeah, and I'll just casually take a fourth. <laughs> but um, wow. anyway, can the question? Yeah, we'll probably talk about it next week. Can any of these teams beat the two teams Ooh. that are rested? Good point. Good point. Um, I think. I think so. Um, I said to you at question, the gym, I said to you at the gym. I was. I said I'd rather. I, I don't know why. I'd kind of rather come up against Penrith than I would Melbourne. Well, if we get through Penrith without like, kick out too. No kick out. kick out. Yeah, we didn't even touch on that rough um, call. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's you. South are definitely on the right side of the draw. Mm. Knights, Eels, and um, Penrith if they win. One thing to note, Storm have now made six prelim finals in a row. Yeah. So they, they've they been there, done that. 
players that haven't been there have the mentors around them. This is going to be just sort of a normal process for them. But Penrith, the young players, have never had this week off. It might be the momentum killer that they mm. just did not need. I was thinking if I was the coach, how would I battle that? I'd have them playing the reserve grade, like have playing some kind of game this week to just keep the momentum flowing because the last thing you want is to kill that and having too much time on their hands. Um, it's I can see Penrith losing. I still haven't picked to win the comp, mm. but I could see them losing. It's interesting because I can see any of these teams losing. Yeah. Melbourne look dangerous, mm. but they are they have in the past known to, you know, fall at the grand the last hurdle of the grand final. Last time they they lost quite convincingly to the Roosters. Um, they beat Cowboys before that, but then they lost to the Sharks the year before. So I could see any of any of the teams losing but I couldn't see any of them winning. I think I can only see Penrith. Well, this this answers your question. I've gone all around a circle. I can only <laughs> see Penrith or Melbourne winning the comp. Yeah. I think I think they'll be the grand final, and I think Penrith will win it. So that answers my question. I don't think they can any of these teams can beat them. I think Melbourne have won 16 straight at... Um, In Queensland? Yeah. yeah. So they're going to start another, st- another start on their side. It's going to be very hard. Yeah, I've said a few weeks ago, I said that Penrith has still got a loss in him. I just don't know when it was going to be, but could be completely wrong. Um, for my sake, I'm hoping that if we get through para, then that loss is going to be the prelim to get in the final, but, or it could even be in the grand final against a strong Melbourne team. But I'm absolutely rooting for him. I'd love to see a Penrith Raiders grand final. I think for Raiders to beat this Rooster this week, the Storm the week after will be tough, but I tipped them to win the comp, so quietly still barracking for them. <laughs> But I just think it'd be a nice grand final to see. Um, yeah. Anyway, we we're just getting ready to wrap up. We haven't done our multi. Would be wrong. Well, would be wrong of us <laughs> to skip the uh, the magic of the week, boys. Magic. The weekly multi. Whatever. This is week sixteen of the podcast. You know, for probably half of them, we've been making one each. So, rough number. Let's say we've made thirty multis. Mm. Two wins. Two. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> and I reckon next week we'll be saying five wins. Five wins. We're on. Wow. We're on. Confidence. And I'm, I'm just I'm going to come out with mine quickly. I've gone a couple of a couple of long odds this week. Raiders one to twelve. Big one. Normally, wow. normally I'm a bitch with multis, and I won't go something that I'm not so sure about. Raiders one to twelve. Souths take the line minus six, so they're going to have to beat Para by seven or more. Tampa Bay to beat Chicago in the NFL. And Baltimore Ravens to beat the Cincinnati Bengals minus 12 and a half at the line. Power play that on Sportsbet gives you 23.41 odds, which is pretty juicy. Very juicy. Absolutely juicy. Look out. RIP juice. <laughs> you got me, fella? You got yours? Or? Yep. <clears throat> um, we're on a little two-legger. So we've recorded a day late this week, so we get to have the pleasure of having the horse fields being rung out for the, the weekend. Um, coming into spring, there's some big fields and some great horses running around. Um, I've gone for a favourite and a roughie. And this roughie, I know, has won you a lot of money before, Mitch. Yeah. Hup, hup, no? Nah, no. <laughs> Must be Red Cell. <laughs> um, my favourite is in race six at Caulfield, Russian Camelot, paying $1.55. My roughie, so I'm going to put them these two in a multi. Uh, my roughie in a really, really tough race is Hey Doc uh, on race Caulfield race five. Number That's, one. Yeah. 
Very tough race, but Octane, um, William Thomas, I think, is in that race as well. Some big names. But what, um, what odds does that give? That gives odds of $16.63. Interesting. The boys are hunting some serious wins this weekend. Yes. Mitchell. Yes, mate. Oh, I'm trying to find where my frigging horse is. All right, while you're finding that, I'll just say to the uh, our beloved listeners, the six-pack offers. We are still chasing them around. Getting it's hard to you know you don't just want to rock up to someone's doorstep with a six pack when they're not there so don't stress if you're still waiting on one it's coming for the summer but we're going to hold off this week because next week and the week after we are preparing a couple of new competitions that we haven't done it's not just going to be pick the score and uh, we'll have giveaways next week and the week after for the qualifiers and the grand final so stay tuned we haven't forgotten about you mm-hmm. now please tell me you got this horse because I just don't know what else to say. Look, I'm going to take Fiesta in Caulfield Race 4 uh, for a place at 350 into Cherry Tortoni, which is a horse that I've been following. Should have went in um, a race this weekend, but it, they didn't put it in and they've gone for a different race. So to me, that's a bit of an omen. Take it to place. I think it's at $5. I can't seem to friggin' find it. So that's... Uh, we'll put it up. It's not though, very... It's we'll not put very it up for him before the weekend. Good Caulfield mail, or... I think it, sh- it should be a core field, but I can't seem to, unless it's been pulled out. But anyway, yeah, take that at, for a place, and you should be getting around the $8 mark for place and place, if maybe not even 10s. But yeah. I've been following that, and it's been running pretty well, and they pulled it out of runways and put it into another. So fingers crossed. But can I just, have, responsible? Can I just have one more little, little roughy here, if, yeah, you can, if you can call it that? Saturday, 1 a.m., the Ridenstein Royal are taking <laughs> the, the Ricky Ponting coach, <laughs> Delhi Capitals. Now, Steve Smith's having quite a good tournament, but he's just come off two low scores. Paying 375 to score 50. And I just think you'd be wrong to not throw 50 on it. Mm. 50 to score 50, that'll turn you into almost 200 bucks. That's another little roughy from myself to uh, close out the week. Very <laughs> nice. I found it. Sid, uh, it's running at Randwick this weekend. Oh, Randwick. Wow. So I don't know. Is that, is that, is that the wrong state? Yep. Yes, mate. <laughs> Thanks, bud. It's actually a, a yeah. It's a uh, Melbourne horse, so they've first started Sydney. So apologies to must the not be in the COVID listeners. <laughs> Very strong Jeez, horse. That's dry. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I'm actually very excited for this weekend's horse racing going through the field. How good is spring? Yeah, spring has sprung. I will. I'll Bloody confirm enough. for the listeners. I've offered these boys a game of golf last Saturday. And the response I got from, sorry, mate, big day of the races this week <laughs> on the couch all day in front of the telly. So I could not think of anything friggin' worse <laughs> than going on a golf course and hitting 600 right <laughs> and about 800 left. Mate, I'm telling you, first tee, drove up the middle of the fairway, 200 yards, plus four. <laughs> quad quad bogey. Why do I play? Anyway, any, any final statements? <laughs> any final statements, boys? I'm yeah. done after that bloody insult. Yeah, I'm gamble responsibly. That's a wrap, I think. Gamble responsibly and have a good weekend and uh, go the bunnies. Yeah, I agree. I, actually, I want to. We've been called out by a few listeners about. Did you even drink on the podcast? <laughs> oh, the man to my right is about four makers mark and cokes deep, and I'm about two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm losing it a little bit. But um, you know, we've gone off the beers. But anyone that ever questions us, you know, feel free to call up and put us on the spot because. You know, we're on brand. Good form with the Coke Zero as well, or Coke No Sugar, if you will, because it's uh, 
No fizzy drink. No. I think they're no up to a drink. day yep. 120. Fire. You don't no put diesel drink. in a Ferrari, mate. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh. Well, good yeah, luck good to both lads. your teams this week. Mm. Uh, hopefully next week we can keep talking about them. If not, you know, don't go to Bunnings looking for a rope. <laughs> and, uh, oh, can I say that? No, <laughs> we don't condone that behaviour. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> That's me for the week. Catch Lads. us later, boys. All right. Catch it, boys. See you.